Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone as I am driving home from work. It is Monday, August 5th, 2019. It is less than a day from the Saviors of Oldum released. Oldum? I don't know. We're, we're not going to get we're not going to get hung up on on pronunciation on the show. Uh, so. You know, I'm, I'm not really going to spend a whole lot of time talking about my ladder, except for the fact that I, I peaked at uh, rank two, three stars last month. Didn't expect to get to legend. Didn't really push it. Um, did I, I did end up playing a fair amount of? Oh gosh, what was I even playing? I guess it was Mechter that got me up to rank two, and, and just kind of took that as far as I could go without really putting too much of a push into it, just to because I realized in like the last two days that oh yeah, I kind of need to do some climbing because I need to get myself up to rank 5 before the before the expansion releases. So I got myself to two, to rank 2 3 stars um, at the end of July and then I was able to just win 3 consecutive games uh, right after the season started to get myself up to rank 5. So I'm there. I've been like bouncing between 4 and 5 playing stupid stuff like Plot Twist Warlock and Resurrect Priest and stuff like that. Um, you know, it it kind of passing the time. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that because nobody cares about the last meta. We care about the next one. And I have a lot of theorycrafted decks to talk about. Um, a couple of quick programming notes before we get there. Uh, so the part one of the card review with Andrew over the Happy Hearthstone is live up on his YouTube channel. And we'll be hitting the Happy Hearthstone podcast feed um, just around this. It, by the time you're listening to this, it will either be up now or it'll be up tomorrow morning. If you're listening to this, like, as soon as I record it, it'll be up tomorrow morning. Um, Otherwise, it should be up now. Go over to thehappyheartstone.com and go uh, listen to that as well. There's three hours. I butchered a killer song. It was magnificent. We really did have a lot of fun doing it live. Um, It was was a nice change of pace, and I think we may keep doing that because it seems like it was well-received. So um, I will uh, keep an eye on my Twitter. I don't know exactly when we're recording part two, but keep an eye on my Twitter or in the Discord, and I will announce it in those places. Um... Other than that, I think... Oh, oh, the other thing is that I will be streaming uh, the night of release uh, with my lovely wife Maureen, as is tradition at this point. It may be earlier, because it turns out that past Steve was a freaking genius, and somehow scheduled a physical for tomorrow morning, so I'm working from home uh, tomorrow... So it'll probably, hopefully it will be earlier in the evening. Typically we've done this, um, around like eight, nine o'clock. I'm hoping that we can start a little bit earlier. Um, so again, keep an eye on my Twitter. I will be convert, can, uh, you know, I'm trying to use fancy words. I'll, I'll be figuring out with Maureen when we're going to do it. Um, but I'm hoping it's going to be a little bit earlier, but those are, you can, and you can subscribe to the Twitch at, um, twitch.offcurve.com. You can also join the discord at discord.offcurve.com. Uh, you know, and my Twitter is at Wicked Good, so keep an eye on all those places for all that information. Um, so that's it. We got a lot of decks to talk about. Let's get into it. Okay, so I have decks for almost all of the classes. I realize there's a couple things that I missed. I, I realized I, I just blanked on, or I whiffed on uh, Quest Druid and just straight up forgot to build it, but I'm sure other people have been doing that. Um, I, I don't have anything for Rogue because I really couldn't figure out what to do with Rogue and... I'm not the best person to go to for rogue deck building anyway, but I think I have all the other classes covered. Um, what I do not have here are any sing- singleton decks, or at least, you know, traditional singleton decks. I think I do have an Elise, um, 
and Elise Maligos Druid that we'll talk about, but that's actually running two ofs and just a lot of card draw. Um, and the reason that I do not have any singleton decks, and we started to get into this on the card review, and I'm sure we'll talk about it on part two, but I'm going to say it here. Um, I am pretty convinced that Zephyrs is a trap card. And that does not mean that it is not going to do what people think it is going to do. And, and it's really important that we talk about... I'm going to talk about this for just a second because I think it's important. Um, it, when I say that it's a trap card... I do not mean it is not going to be good and it is not going to perform when you play it. What I mean is that um, singleton decks, by definition, are introducing a lot of draw variance into your into your deck. You are sacrificing uh, consistency of draw. A draw is occasionally very important. I mean, these are 30-card decks. Very often when you're not playing a Reno deck, you are fairly likely to draw what you need when you need it if you're, uh, you know, building your deck and mulliganing appropriately, right? Like, you can, you don't always get it, but there's a fairly good, I don't know how to have the odds in front of me, but there's a fairly good chance if you need something in your mulligan, you can, you can hard mulligan for it and find it a fair amount of time, right? So, if you're going with a deck that is running all one-ups, that cuts your consistency in half by definition. Maybe not exactly half because you run legendaries, right? And sometimes you run one-ofs. But for the most part, you're you're taking like 10 or, 12, 10 or 12 cards out of your deck and replacing them with different cards. And that means that when you need to draw a card, you will be less likely to do so. That is going to affect your win rate. If you don't have a comparable card that does like the same thing, then that will affect your win rate and it will... Uh, it will you will lose more games because of that. Now the the payoff cards are supposed to compensate for that. So if you look at like when we've had successful singleton decks, we had Reno Warlock at the end of um, Mean Streets of Gadgetzan because you got to run Reno and Kazakus in Warlock, and you had so many good cards in Warlock that did like the same thing that you really didn't sacrifice too much consistency. Like, you are able to run Blast Crystal Potion and Siphon Soul. You were able to run Hellfire and Demon Wrath, that sort of thing. We really don't have that in this meta a lot in, in most of these classes. You don't have that kind of redundancy. You're just putting in other cards. And, and very often, you're going to be putting in lower quality cards than what you normally would play because, you know, there's, there's just not that much room and, and there aren't that many good cards that make the cut in a constructed deck. Um, now, none of the payoff cards really make up for that, uh, the, the class ones. Like, they fill in a gap. Like, Reno gives you an extra board clear. Brand gives you a little bit of extra burst that, that you would probably sacrifice by having, like, say, a second kill command and a second baited arrow or whatever. Um, and, and Finley gives you a better hero power, which probably is closest to being worth it. But ultimately, none of those are going to compensate for the amount of win percentage points you're going to lose by going to a, a singleton deck. So that goes to Zephyrs. Because Zephyrs is the holy crap, I can't believe they're doing this card. And it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks like it will win you games on occasion. The problem is, first of all, there's a 1 in 30 to draw it. And that one card, is it's not going to be like... A, a, a 10 mana Kazakus potion, right? Like a 10 mana Kazakus potion would could just win you the game straight up, especially if you got two of them. Like here, what you're talking about is like one card from basic or classic. Granted, it could be not from your class, 
granted, it will be a, a fairly good card in whatever situation because of the way that Zephyrs is, is made up. Zephyrs, if you've been not paying attention, two mana, two mana minion. I believe it's a three-two. If if you um, if you have no duplicates in your deck, wish for the perfect card, and it will look at the board state and determine based on your available mana and the board state like what what certain classes of cards would be good for you and then gives you kind of the best ones out of that. Right? Like, yes, it will give you Pyroblast when you have lethal. When you have, when your opponent's at less than 10 life. Yes, it will give you a board clear when you're about to die. But, like, that's compensating for one bad draw. Right? Not 10. And I, th- and, and these decks are, are by definition going to go slower. So I really do feel like Zephyrus is a trap card because I feel like even though it will win you games on its own. I feel like you are going to lose more games than Zephyr will win you. And for that reason, I am not jumping on the Singleton train unless and until it is proven by somebody getting extremely consistent results with a deck that Singleton is the way to go. And and I'm just not seeing it from what's out there. You may disagree with me. I'm not saying it's not a fun card. I'm not saying you shouldn't try Singleton. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, it's wrong for you to like it. I am not saying any of these things. It is a fun card. It is a good card. It will win games on its own. It will not win enough games to justify putting, uh, taking out duplicates in your deck. That is what I'm saying about Zephyrs. And that is why I am not building any singleton decks. All right, so enough about the decks we're not building. Let's talk about the decks we are building. And, and we're going to start with the most important class first, and that is Priest. Because I've been waiting for a priest deck for a really long time, and I am very excited about the quest. Now, there's a, a bunch of different ways you can go with the quest. And, and by the way, I'm just going to say up front, don't craft anything for these lists if you want to try them out. I'm not guaranteeing anything, and a lot of these, a lot of these cards may be bad. This is just what I want to try. Um, and some of these I may not even try as is. I'm just trying to see how these things fit together. Um, I, there's probably a bunch of different ways to build a quest priest. I think that... Um, a zoo, like, aggro with a lot, with a very low curve could work. This is the way that I wanted to build it just because I'm mostly a control player at heart and I'm looking for something a little bit slower. Uh, so this is two copies of Forbidden Words, activate the obelisk, which is the quest, uh, two Northshire Cleric, two Power Word Shield, two Divine Hymn, two Extra Arms, two Holy Ripple, which is the, the new, uh, don't call it Spirit Lash, um, two Penance, which is the three damaged lifesteal. Um, two Wretched Reclaimer, which uh, destroys the minion and, and uh, brings it back at full health. Um, two Bone Wraith, which is, I believe, the Reborn 2-5 Taunt. Um, one copy of High Priest Ammit. Two Psycho Pump. Two Convincing Infiltrator. Two copies of Mass Hysteria. Katrina Muerte. Two Mass Resurrections. And two Plagues of Death. So I'm just trying to get a bunch of minions out and make them come back. And make them come back a few times and then resurrect them and make them come back again. And I think I've got enough healing in here. Uh, you know, I don't... Divine Hymn is fine. Like, I don't think you necessarily need to go all in on, on Circle of Healing. Maybe you do. Um, I was just trying to get enough value in here. Because you really do have to balance the the healing along with the actual value that you're going to get out of it. Like, you can't have your deck be all healing cards to just to, you know, to, to speed run the quest. Because, first of all, you need to be damaged. And it's not going to go that fast anyway. And your hero power heals, and if you go too much on that, then you don't have any minions to actually finish the game with. So I'm going 
with more of a uh, more of a resurrection route. You can also just go with more minion destiny and less resurrection. I've just really wanted to use a lot of these cards for a while. Um, I am probably crafting uh, two copies of both the epics and both the legendaries if I don't uh, if I don't get them all in my packs. Uh, so we will be trying this. I'm, I it, it's almost a certainty that this will be the de- the first deck I'm playing on stream tomorrow. So you can see, and if it doesn't work, you can laugh at me. All right, next up we have a Freeze Mage, which is um, going to be using Puzzle Box and Tortolan Pilgrim. So two Ray of Frost, two Doomsayer, two Frostbolt, two Novice Engineer, two Acolyte of Pain, two Arcane Intellect, two Conjurer's Calling, two Frost Nova, Stargazer Luna, Luna's Pocket Galaxy, Zilliax, two Blizzard, Antonitis, two Anstromancer, uh, one Tortolan Pilgrim, one copy of Alexstrasza, Caligos, Puzzle Box of Yodd-Saron, and... Uh, two copies of Mountain Giant. So I basically just cut the Arcane, the uh, Arcane Keysmiths and one other card, I think. So the Arcane Keysmiths are... Um, no, I cut the Arcane Keysmiths for one copy of Puzzle Box and one copy of Turtle and Pilgrim. So, uh, you know, going a little bit less on the defensive, but giving a little bit more uh, late game. And I, I, like, I like the look of this. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Freeze Mage is a deck that's doing very well right now. It may not be fast enough, given what the other decks are doing, but you do get access to uh, Pocket Galaxy. You get effectively an extra draw at Pocket Galaxy early with the Pilgrim, and otherwise you get to, uh, you know, Puzzle Box and then have a minion on board to absorb buffs or stuff like that. And, and you know, you always have turn eight uh, Pilgrim play Conjurer's Calling if it's if it's on an empty board, and then it'll give you two eight drops. So there, there's a lot of value there. I, I think this is a pretty good way to go, and, and Freeze Mage has been a pretty tried-and-true deck that doesn't really need a whole lot to get going. Alright, so next up we have a Big Shaman, because when I saw Colossus of the Moon, I immediately realized that it was going to be good in this deck. Um, so, Big Shaman, again, it's pretty straight, It's pretty similar to the old version. Um, two Ancestral Healing, two Earthshock, two Ancestral Spirit, two Big Bad Voodoo, two Farsight, two Haunting Visions, one copy of Plague of Murlocs, one copy of Spirit of the Frog, two Hexes, um, two, one Hagathus Scheme, um, two Muckmorphers, one Zilliax, two Eureka, two copies of Earthquake, uh, one copy of Alakir, one copy of Hagatha the Witch, two Walking Fountains, one Big Bag Archmage, and one Colossus of the Moon. So I basically worked in the Earthquakes, cut down to one Hagathus Scheme, because they do, they do tend to fall off, and Earthquake is a little bit more consistent, and it'll deal with Reborn pretty well. And Colossus of the Moon is the 10-10 Reborn, so if you can Eureka that and then drop a uh, drop an Ancestral Spirit on that, that's a lot of value. And even if you can't, just like a 10-10 Divine Shield that you have to clear twice is really, really annoying. So if you can get that out, or even like a 4-4, you know, even if you get it with a Muckmorpher, right? It's a Divine Shield 4-4 Reborn? That's, that's obnoxious. And that'll, that takes four, you know, four things to clear. So I think Big Shaman's probably the best place for that. And again, the deck's almost there. So just swapping out a couple cards and trying to make that deck a little bit stronger to be com- more competitive. All right, next deck I have is a uh, an Elise Maligos Druid. But but Steve, you may be thinking, why are, you just yelled at us for five minutes about why Zephyrs is a trap card. Why are we playing Elise? And the answer is A, we're not playing Zephyrs. And B... Elise is a little bit different because you're playing her in a combo deck. 
And Elise doesn't actually care what your what your deck started with. It cares what's in your deck uh, when you play her. So basically what we're doing is we're putting in a lot of the, the core Maligos uh, combo pieces and a, a bunch of card draw, and we got a lot more in this set. And then we're just going to ramp and draw. And then once, our, once we've gotten one copy of each of our cards, then we play Elise with uh, two Moonfires and Maligos and maybe Floop in hand, and then we go to town. So uh, we have two Moonfire, two Crystal Power, uh, Bloodmage Thalnos, Keeper Stiladris, two Wrath, two Ferocious Howl, two Wild Growth, Fulvinus Floop, uh, two copies of Juicy Psych Melon, two Swipe, uh, two Anubisath Defender, which is the new Arcane Tyrant with Taunt, Elise the Enlightened, Hidden Oasis, which is the Choose One, 6-6 um, six, six Taunt or Restore 12 Health, uh, two copies of Nourish, Dream Petal Florist, uh, two copies of Overflow, which is uh, heal five to, to everything and draw five cards for seven. Uh, Geppetto Joy Buzz, Lucent Bark, and Alex Drassa. So we're, we're getting, we have a little bit of a heal package in here in order to, to sustain and not die immediately. Um, we're running a lot of card draw. Uh, you know, we have, for, I, yeah, oh, we don't actually, no, we do have, we have Ferocious Howl as well. So we've got Ferocious Howl, we've got Wrath, we've got Thalnos, We've got Overflow, and we've got Nourish, along with Geppetto Joy Buzz. That's a lot, and Psych Melon. So we've got a lot of, we're just trying to draw as much as we can, and then once we get to the point where Elise is active, or, or our, our deck is empty, realistically, um, you have two Moonfires, you have Maligos, and you have Floop, you play Maligos, and then the next turn, if Maligos, even if Maligos gets removed, you can go Floop, Floop, Quadruple Moonfire and burn your opponent for 44. If Maligo sticks, it's it's something, it's 60 something. So, or maybe it's 70 something, I don't know. It, it's a big number. So I think the only problem with this is going to be if Bomb Warrior's still around. And if Bomb Warrior's still a thing, this is gonna be pretty bad because you're gonna be drawing all your bombs. But you do have a fair amount of heal and a fair amount of armor gain in, in the form of, of Ferocious Howl as well. So you might be able to outlive it as long as they're not waiting until your your deck is completely empty and then burning you for bombing you for twenty or or twenty five in a turn, so I, I think this has some potential. I'm interested to try it and see how it goes. You could also do this with a Chef Nomi package um, without the Moonfires, and that might be a little bit more sustainable, and that'll give you a little bit more um, a, a couple of more slots for um, for heal and life gain. Well, so we wouldn't be complete without trying to make more warlock work in this meta so we've got two warlock decks uh the first one is a lackey zoo which is uh two copies of crystallizer two flame imp two grim rally two copies of plague of flames uh two sinister deal which is the discover a lackey card um two spirit bomb the solarium um two evil cable rat two evil genius two knife juggler um two evil recruiter which is the destroy lackey get um get a five five Two Nether Soul Buster, two Diseased Vulture, uh, Dark Pharaoh Takan, which is the Make Everything 4-4, Leroy Ziliax, and Rift Cleaver. Now, I'm looking at this. This might need a couple more early minions. Maybe we take out, like, the Plague of Flames or the Spirit Bombs, and we put in some Witchwood Imps or some... Actually, I don't even have Voidwalkers in here, so I probably do need to update this. Because that's... A, I'm looking at this now, and I'm saying it out loud, and it's a little bit um, too light. So I'll probably update the version that's on the site. Uh, but you get the idea, right? Like you're you're playing a lot of early stuff. You're blowing your your minions up, and then you're 
you know, getting up as many lackeys as you can and using the lackeys early as fodder and later as, um, as four force. And you have a bit of the, the self damage, um, the self damage package. I don't really like the one who does three damage when he attacks. Um, but we do have disease vulture and nether soul buster. Nether soul buster is actually pretty good. I was playing that in a, in a zoo list and that was, that was not as, not as bad as I thought it would be. Cause I mean, you can do a decent amount of damage to yourself between flame amps and, uh, and, and just your hero power and, and spirit bomb helps a lot too. Um, so the other deck that I have is of course we have to go with a quest warlock, which is going to be a plot twist list. Um, I was using Zelay's plot twist deck as a base. I've been playing his, uh, his plot twist handlock a fair amount this month. And, and I think it's good. It's not quite good enough. This might get it there though. So this is, um, Supreme Archaeology, which is the quest to Doomsayer, to plot twist, to, um, Sun Fury Protector, to Body Wrapper, which says, um, I forget what the stats are on it, but it's discover a friendly minion that died and shuffle a copy into your deck. Um, to Hellfire, to Spellbreaker, to Twilight Drake, Barista Lynchin, one copy of Omega Agent, because those two cards are pretty disgusting together. Um, to Rotten Apple Bomb, to Aronsi Broodmother, which is the 4-6 taunt that heals you for 4 when you draw it. To Rift Cleaver, which is the 7-5 for 6 that destroys a minion. Um, to Siphon Soul, Archvillain Rafam, Lord Godfrey, and Lord Jaraxxus. We probably want to work in some Twisting Nethers in here somewhere. Um, it's, it's a little bit light on the, the board clears, and, and as I've been playing the plot twist Morlock more, I've been missing um, Twisting Twisting Nethers, so maybe we want like one of those in here. But, uh, you know, basically we're just trying to draw a whole bunch and then, you know, we, we want to slam Rafam with a decent-sized deck and decent-sized hand, ideally, and then just overwhelm your opponent with value. Um, the, the problem is plot twist. You don't always draw it. But as soon as you do, if you're doing that with Rafam, then you're getting zero mana legendaries. Every other one that you draw is going to be zero mana, which is generally going to be pretty good on average. So that, that's kind of... The, the, the actual list may end up shaking out a little bit different, but I think that's kind of the general idea. Okay, next up I have a... Uh, tempo fast quest bomb warrior thing uh trying to use uh, trying to take advantage of some of more of the weapon synergies along with the the fast bomb warrior that uh, fibonacci was running at the end of uh the last meta and try to adapt that to try to take advantage of some more weapon synergies and um some of the new cards that we got so we have one copy of hack the system which is the quest one upgrade to armor smith uh, i'm i'm opting for armor smith instead of eternium rover because we're always going to be playing the quest on one Two Battle Rage, two Cruel Taskmaster, two, one Execute, two Warpath, two Acolyte of Pain, two Bloodsworn Mercenary, which is the um, the three mana copy damage minion card, two Clockwork Goblin, two Livewire Lance, two Core Chronolite, two Predge Caliber, two Plague of Wrath, Zilliax, one copy of Sulthrace, Blastmaster Boom, Doctor Boom Mad Genius, and Gromash Hellscream. So we got some self damage cards. We've got um, we've got some weapons. And then we've got some bombs. And between the bombs and the face damage and being able to copy the minions that go face, like being able to go, say, late, go Corcron Elite, Cruel Taskmaster, Bloodsworn Mercenary, which is a nine mana play, and be able to do 12 damage face is relevant. You might even want to run Leroy in here, but probably not. And then we can use all those damage cards to uh, use the Plague of Wrath and then be able to develop behind that, ideally. So, And then you're, you're also getting a bunch of 4-3s, and Soul 3s is pretty good about generating a whole bunch of minions. If you can, you know, stick it, and then you can build you can build a couple of minions, and being able to attack more than once a turn will let you kind of build up a pretty good army there as well. 
um, along with the live wire lance, which gets you um, gets you some lackeys. I didn't really have room for inspire morale, though. I could see maybe trying to work it in. Uh, maybe you don't need both. Maybe you don't need that execute. Maybe you could run one copy of inspire morale, um, or maybe you run that instead of the cruel taskmaster. That might work too. Uh, this cruel taskmaster is good for proccing grom and also um, you know for being able to get some additional attack off of the blood swarm mercenary, but. Um, but getting the couple of lackeys off of the live wire lance, you'll still get four lackeys, which is not nothing. Um, and, and it seems like it could it could work out. Again, the, the individual list may change, but I, I kind of like the, the direction that we're going in there. All right, so now I have two takes on quest shaman. One of um, and and kind of going along with the couple of shutterwalk shamans that we've had in standard, and kind of using those both as a base. Um, so the first one's going to be an overload um, quest shaman, which is one copy of Zap, one copy of Corrupt the Waters, which is the quest. Two Earthshock, two Lightning Bolt, two Sludge Slurper, two Evil Cable Rat, two Evil Totem, which is the new 0-3 give you get a lackey at the end of the turn, um, two Lickum, two Sandstorm Elemental, which is a two mana two mana two to overload one, uh, do one damage to all minions, um, one copy of Play of Murlocs, uh, two copies of Thunderhead, one copy of Vecina, um, one copy of Barista Lynchian, one Bloodlust, two Former Champ, um, the Stormbreaker, the Stormbringer. Uh, two copies of Giggling Inventor and uh, Swamp, Swamp Queen Hagatha, Geppetto, Joybuzz, and Shutterwalk. Now, we used to have Mutate in this list, and it probably does belong in here. Um, I was just kind of trying to fit a whole bunch of new cards in. I really like Vecina with Thunderhead, and, and I kind of like it with Voltaic Burst, too. And so there's just, like, we're running out of room, and maybe we take out the former champs just for the Voltaic Burst, because, like, if you think about, like, Back to Monster Hunt... And when you were able to give the dogs that came out of your hero power plus two attack, like, that's what Vicina with uh, Thunderhead's going to be like. That's a late-game card, but both those cards with six health are likely to stick a turn, so you can kind of get that to happen over two turns. Um, so that's kind of a more overload, um, you know, aggressive mid-range take on it. And then the other take on it is more of, like, a dragon control um, quest shaman. So... I'm just trying to find it. There we go. Um, so one copy of Corrupted Water, Corrupt the Waters, one Earthshock, two Sludge Slurper, two Evil Cable Rat, one Evil Totem. Um, and you could probably swap out an Earthshock for a second Evil Totem if you don't really need them. Um, two Fire Tree Witch Doctor, one Witch's Brew, copy of Brightwing, two Hexes, um, two Scale Worm, two Twilight Drake, Barista Lynchian, Zilliax, two Crowd Roaster, two Earthquake, one Giggling Inventor, Swamp Queen Hagatha, Hagatha the Witch, Two Walking Fountains, Archivist Elysiana, and Shutterwalk. So this is more of a, of a control version using um, the, the battle cries on the, on the dragons for additional value. And then you get all those all back with Shutterwalk at the end of the day, too. So Shutterwalk gets really buff, and then it gets to do 7 damage to a random target, and it gives you, uh, it gives you a card as long as you're holding a dragon in your hand. And you've got enough here. Like, you've got Crowd Roasters, you've got Twilight Drakes... You've got Brightwing. Um, you might need another couple. I think the original version ran... Um, whatchamacallit? Uh, the, the, the Amalgams. So now that I'm looking at it, that looks like it might need a couple more dragons. Maybe we have to cut a couple things. Again, this is kind of like a first pass. And, and it's hard to do these and not immediately test them. Usually when I test these decks, I'll, I'll see exactly what's wrong with them and then fix them. Um, so I may adjust this before this podcast goes live, but kind of gives you an idea of the two different ways you can build the quest shaman. I, I'm not sure which one is better. 
Uh, it's kind of tough to fit everything in, to be honest. Uh, but you, you generally want max lackeys just to be able to proc the quest, and then you can kind of go from there. Um, and then you're using Shutterwalk to double up on the battle cries along with uh, the hero power in order to get additional value from them. Okay, and last we're going to talk about Hunter. I actually do have some more um, some more decks that I'll probably just post in the show notes that I'm not going to get to talk to because I'm almost home. Uh, but I do want to talk about Hunter a little bit. And I've got two Hunter decks. I know, right? Shocking. Um, so one of them, I think, is is kind of a hybrid beast secret Hunter that is going to use some of the secret, um, secret synergies along with the uh, Hyena Alpha in order to kind of get a, a, a hybrid of the Secret Hunter with the mid-range Hunter synergies. Um, so we have one Explosive Trap, one Freezing Trap, one Rat Trap, um, two, uh, two Scavenging Hyenas, one Snake Trap, one Snipe, so like one of each of five secrets, two Vicious Scaled Hides, two Animal Companion, one Deadly Shot, two Eagle Horn Bow, two Kill Command, two Master's Call, one copy of Unleash the Hounds, two Dire Frenzy, two Hyena Alpha, two Mark Shot, Subject 9, 1 Tundra Rhino, 2 copies of Unleash the Beast, and Zul'jin. So, again, kind of using Subject 9 primarily as a deck-thinning mechanic and also to proc Hyena Alpha, because that card seems like it's probably disgusting in the right deck. And then um, taking advantage of things like Master's Call to just get as much value on the board and then overwhelm your opponent and, and get one big Zul'jin turn like the way that Mid-Rage Hunter does, but with a little bit more of the Secret Hunter... Um, flavor to it. I also took a swing in a quest hunter, and I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. Like it might just need more cards. Honestly, I, I'm not sure if this is the right way to build it. I was just kind of trying to find a bunch of stuff that worked, um, without turning it straight into a mech hunter, because I don't think that a mech hunter is going to really work either. But it seems like we kind of have like a, a big mishmash. Um, so th- what I landed on is two mecharoo, two spring paw. One Unseal the Vault, which is the quest. Two Bug Collector, which I believe is the two one that summons a one one, um, one one beast with rush. Two Hench Clan Hogsteed. Two Hunting Mastiff, because again, Echo will summon multiple minions, and that seems like it could have a place in here. I'd like to try it. Um, two Knife Juggler, because if we're summoning all these minions. Um, two Animal Companion. Two Desert Hare, which is the one one that summons two more one ones. Two Desert Spear, which is the one three weapon that summons a one uh, a one one. Uh, Beast with Rush, Snip Snap, uh, two copies of Unleash the Hounds, two Hench Clan Hags, one Baited Arrow, Halazi, uh, two copies of Savannah Hymane, and one Unleash the Beast and Zul'jin. I'm realizing that I didn't put the Plague of Locusts or whatever it is, the thing that summons seven Locusts, but I, I'm not necessarily convinced that's good. I think this can get there? Halazi should do a lot of work. Um, I don't know if it's really going to be good enough. It seems like you have to play so many little janky things that by the time you do complete the quest, you're probably in pretty precarious position, but it's probably worth messing around with. If any, CDC will probably figure out whatever the right combination is of minions in order to get this to work, but this is kind of my swing at it. Um, I'll have on the website, I'll have a quest paladin and a taunt control warrior as well that I'm I'm not going to spend the time going into uh, because, again, I'm almost home. But those are also some decks that you can take a look at um, on the website at offcurve.com at your leisure. All right, so that's going to do it uh, for me for this week. Uh, when I talk to you next, we will have a new expansion and new toys to play with. Um, I should have Ridiculous Hat back here next week uh, to go over all of the uh, decks that are relevant in the meta. You can also make sure to look forward to part two of the card review that Andrew and I will be 
um, recording. Both those things I will announce as I know more when they are available. You can also make sure to uh, come to the Twitch stream tomorrow night if you are listening to this in time and come hang out with me and Maureen while we open packs and then play Priest. Uh, because that is what we do. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm Priest Man. You are all Priest Bands in training, whether you like it or not. And, um, you know, you can find all those things at offcurve.com. You can also find the, the show's account at offcurve. You can find my Twitter account at wickedgood. Uh, Twitch is twitch.offcurve.com. Discord is discord.offcurve.com. You can find the specialist meta report on offcurve.com as well. And um, please do uh, leave a review on iTunes if you are finding this content valuable. It really does make a difference. And um, if you are so inclined to uh, even contribute even more than that with uh, the generosity of your money, there is also a link for that on the website as well. So I am pulling into my driveway, so I will um, say goodbye to you for now. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, I hope you enjoy the new meta. I hope you find lots of fun things for you to play. And um, be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.